All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This, as you know, is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of the week. It's official in that it has been called by the Associated Press, CNN and NBC. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. has defeated Donald Trump to become the 46th U.S. president-elect-to-be. In a statement, Biden said he was honored by the trust the American people have placed in him and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Meanwhile, over at the Trump National Golf Club, Washington, D.C., after the networks had called the presidential race in favor of Biden, President Trump rejected the outcome, saying in a statement that the election was far from over. In that statement, Trump said, and I quote, The simple fact is this election is far from over. Joe Biden has not been certified as the winner of any states, let alone any of the highly contested states headed for mandatory recounts or states where our campaign has valid and legitimate legal challenges that could determine the ultimate victor. Unquote. The Trump campaign is now slated to begin several court battles today, but the allegations of voter fraud are yet to be substantiated with proof. Over the weekend, in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, India added 45,674 fresh cases of the COVID-19 virus, taking the total tally to 85 lakh. Active cases now stand at 5.12 lakh. In other news, India's 12 major ports registered a 12.4% decline in cargo traffic during the April to October period of the current financial year at 354.8 million tonnes. That's according to the Indian Ports Association. These ports handle a little over 60% of the country's total cargo traffic. Power distribution companies' dues to producers rose by over 28% on-year to 1.38 lakh crore rupees in September, reflecting stress in the sector. This is according to portal Prapti, which monitors this data. The government is planning to sell up to 15% of its stake in Aircon International through an offer for sale of shares, according to an official. The government currently holds 89.18% stake in the railway engineering company, and at the current market price, the government could raise about 540 crore rupees by selling a 15% stake. In more corporate news, Lakshmi Vilas Bank's auditors have said that the bank needs urgent capital infusion for it to continue as a going concern. The bank reported a net loss of nearly 400 crore rupees in the quarter ended September, at the end of which its gross bad loans stood at 24.4%. More importantly, its capital adequacy ratio stood at minus 2.85% at the end of the quarter. In other news, Future Retail approached the Delhi High Court against the Singapore arbitrator's interim order that put the sale of its retail and wholesale business to Reliance Retail on hold. Amazon.com initiated legal proceedings, as you know, against Future Group in Singapore, alleging that the 27,513 crore deal between Reliance Retail and Future Group violates its contractual rights. The arbitrator put the deal on hold on the 25th of October in an interim order. 
In international news, Turkish Finance Minister Berat Albayrak, who is the son-in-law of President Recep Tayyip Erdogan, unexpectedly resigned on Sunday, throwing the government's management of the economy into further confusion after the central bank chief was fired on Saturday following a crash in the lira. Albayrak cited health reasons for his decision to step down. In international markets, the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started the day strongly positive, with the Nikkei 225 in Japan leading gains up over 2%. Indices futures are pointing to further gains in the US markets at the start of the week. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Hormuz, how are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in. Just a month and a half ago, on the 24th of September, the markets had fallen to their lowest level in two months. Today, as I speak to you, the Nifty is just 170 points away from its all-time high, while the Sensex is just 400 points away from the same. Whether we hit the landmark today itself, quite likely, as the SGX Nifty in its initial ticks was up 150 points above the mark of 12,400. But first, let me tell you about the stocks that will be in action during today's trading session. I'll start off with the two pharma companies on the Nifty that reported results. Sipla's India business saw 17% growth compared to the previous year, while the North American business grew 10%. The API business was up 20%, while the European business grew 30% from last year. The company said that it will continue to invest towards expanding its global respiratory franchise. Divi's Laboratories is planning another round of capex worth 400 crore rupees for meeting new business opportunities in the custom synthesis projects. The company's revenue, profit and EBITDA, though witnessing growth from the previous year, were below consensus estimates. Away from pharma, let me tell you about the butt of all social media memes, ITC, whose top line was ahead of Bloomberg consensus estimates. The company witnessed progressive normalization across all operating segments and sales through e-commerce channels more than doubled during the quarter and now contribute to over 5% of the overall revenue. Some broader market names that will react to results, there are plenty of them, so I'll just run you through some of the key highlights. Balkrishna Industries, where the company saw its highest ever sales volume, the operational performance too, was the highest in at least eight quarters. Ashok Leyland reported a net loss for the quarter as COVID-19 challenges continue to persist. The positives from the result was the reduction in net debt, which fell to just over 3,000 crore rupees from over 4,200 crore rupees. United Breweries saw a 97% drop in net profit for the quarter. Volumes were 48% lower than last year. The volumes of strong beer have recovered faster than those of mild beer across all markets as per the company. A strong quarter from Astral Poly, results were ahead of consensus estimates. The recovery in pipes and the adhesives business has gained momentum from September. It also expects to begin production from its Odisha facility by the second quarter of FY22. Tata Consumers India packaged beverage business saw 12% volume growth for the quarter. It has also made market share gains in the tea and salt segments during the quarter, according to its MD and CEO Sunil D'Souza. D'Souza also said that the integration of the food and beverage business in India is progressing ahead of time and the synergy benefits should reflect in the near term. 
No nifty earnings today, but broader market names like ADF Foods, Delta Corp, Equitas Small Finance Bank, India Mart Intermesh, Insecticides India, JK Cement, VIP Industries, among many others, will come out with results today. Aside of earnings, watch for IT stocks in today's trade after US President-elect Joe Biden spoke about easing H-1B and immigration norms. The loan extended to Vedanta's parent company now stands at $956 million as compared to just over $300 million during the first quarter. The auditors of the company had expressed their inability to comment on whether the loan was recorded at a fair value. So watch for the reaction in this stock. Dilip Bilkon has signed a concessional agreement with the NHAI for a project worth 1,140 crore rupees. It has also emerged as the L1 bidder for the development and operations of the Siarmal Open Cast project in Orissa. And watch for Biocon as Biocon Biologics has received an equity infusion of $150 million from Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs will be issued optionally convertible debentures at a post-money equity valuation of $3.94 billion. You can get a lot more details not only on the stocks that I just spoke about but also brokerage updates and FNOQs in our All You Need To Know copy. So do log in to BloombergQuint.com for the same. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 